Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Topics worthy of discussion. That's the part of the program where we hunker down with our panel and uh, discuss the aforementioned for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. In-house, Sherry DeNovo is a minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts and a former NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, John. Great day for talk radio. (laughs) John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner, and National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischman Hilliard's Toronto office is also with us. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, John. Good to be here. Likewise. And Michael Giles, Government Apparatchik for 30 years, currently the Chief of Staff to Deputy Mayor Anna Bailau. Hello, Michael. I'm very good. Cloudy ways. Cloudy ways today. <laughs> Cloudy ways, not sunny ways. Well, we'll ding, have to ding, wait and see. Because where's the bell for that? Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, no, that's right. We'll have to wait and see. I'll address that in uh, due course and good time, but uh, just wondering if anybody here made a visit to the local chicken shack. Chick-fil-A <laughs> setting up earlier today. Sherry DeNova, were you out there protesting I, this I morning? would have been. I had an appointment, but I would have been, John. I, ha- I have to admit, absolutely. Seriously, yeah. uh, on what grounds? I mean, do you believe that it's appropriate uh, to really start uh, using a social justice filter when... Absolutely. We've done that for civil rights, you know, since the civil rights movement and Mm. beyond. I mean, people sat at the counters that were were listed only for whites, and now uh, people are protesting restaurants that say they're, you know, give money to groups that say only heterosexuals should be allowed to to marry and to have civil rights. So, of course, it's a civil rights, human rights issue. And I do want to emphasize it is not about a Christian versus non-Christian or people of faith versus non-people of faith issue. It's a human rights issue. I mean, the United Church, biggest Protestant denomination in Canada, has been ordaining openly gay and lesbian people since 1988. These are the rules of our land. Right. These are our human rights codes. Yeah, but what about um, uh, the right to religious freedom and conscience enshrined in the Charter as well? Uh, well, absolutely. But that's, so if you that have should, a different belief system and it's still considered to be part of your religiosity, why is that not sacrosanct? And, then, um, and you know, uh, they, we have codes here. We have a human rights code for Does a reason. Does that then trump everything else, including uh, the right to uh, religious freedom? And uh, This and isn't matters. about religious freedom. This is about a business that gives uh, millions of dollars to organizations that specifically, the Christian Athletic Association, so-called, that specifically asks their members not to be gay and funds conversion therapy, which is because of my bill, proud to say, illegal in Ontario. So they are actually proposing and supporting uh, illegal, what's considered illegal by the vast majority of people here, what is illegal and is is considered unconscionable by the vast majority of Canadians. Let me throw it around then. John Capobianco, I mean, based on that criteria or those criteria... Does it make sense that, uh, you know, we would shut this place down or not welcome it? I mean, I understand the right to protest. as a form of expression. I don't have a problem with that. But do we uh, actually then put everybody through this certain filter of uh, whether they satisfy certain criteria? 
Well, all I could say is this affects me directly, and I'll tell you why. The actual store is located in my office tower, so I'm at Young and Bloor, my office tower, which is, of course, this the, the Chick-fil-A store is is, is um, attached to the, a condo building that's right beside me. So I was actually having a hard time getting to my parking garage this morning because the lineup was crazy. Uh, this is 24 hours of, of publicity that this place is going to get, and the lineup, uh, John, from this morning to this afternoon to when I left to come here, it only got bigger the lineup to get in there. All right, so uh, everybody's hot for the chicken. Well, and also the and the pro, the protests are on both sides. You got the ones that were the animal rightists that were there and obviously those that that are against um uh the 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 restaurants, you know, donation policies and whatnot. But there was also the other side. The other side, there was signs that said, God bless Chick-fil-A and, you know, the God's with you. And also you had both sides of protests on this thing. But at the end of the day, um, I, you know, it's absolutely everybody's right to to protest and and, uh, and freedom of speech and all that. But I think where it crosses the line is when you start preventing people from actually going in there. So as much as they have the right to protest this store, they don't have a right to block people from going in there. And that's why the police were there. There were, there were some blockage happening where people weren't able to go into the restaurant. And that was a challenge. All right, uh, Michael, by the way, uh, I should point out, Saturday there's going to be a march, Jesus in the City uh, parade, rather, and uh, they plan to stop by and pray outside of Chick-fil-A and then perhaps go in and enjoy some of the delicacies therein. But, uh, on the idea that this somehow doesn't deserve to uh, occupy space in downtown Toronto, how do you see it? Well, no, I, I mean, they, they have the right to, to operate their business. I don't agree with, you know, frankly, with anything that their their owner sort of stands for in many respects. You know, the whole notion of conversion therapy is just, it's like, it's unbelievable in this day and age that we still talk about that and that that still happens. Having said that, Sometimes I wonder these protests, if they're not totally counterproductive, because I had no idea Chick-fil-A was opening today until it was on the news cycle endlessly all day long, live reports. So now everybody knows it's there. And apparently, uh, you know, this Jesus in the City parade is going to stop there tomorrow. I mean, if you're a business owner, you could not ask for more advertising. And the fact you have not thousands of people... um, in a Jesus in the City parade, stopping by tomorrow to buy all of your chicken. I mean, it's like you, it's just, it's, as I say, sometimes I think these things are counterproductive. I totally believe in freedom of expression. Everybody has a right to do that. John has a point in the sense that, you know, you shouldn't stop people from doing business. You can make your point without doing that. Uh, having said that, it's like, how could you pay for this kind of advertising? Well, there's that, but then there's the uh, underlying issue that Sherry brought up that somehow uh, the individual attached to the enterprise, who is Dan Cathy, I guess he's the uh, CEO and the owner and what have you. He uh, has values that are inimical, or you say, again, the law in this precinct. And so if that's the case, I mean, do we start delving into the background of uh, anybody and everybody attached to a business to see if they meet certain criteria? I mean, is that a slippery slope you're willing to go down, Sherry? Well, I think here in this instance, uh, his views are well well publicized. He's proud of the, uh, where his money goes. Uh, and so, of course, people are going to be upset by that, people whose human rights are, are being challenged. And I think that's absolutely, uh, you know, predictable. Um, the other aspect of it is, yes, uh, they may get more publicity right now, but I think this ultimately does hurt their bottom line and ultimately will, will hurt their brand. Uh, and I would be surprised to see them do well in the city, especially where they decided to set up. I mean, they're young and bluer. That's where the Pride Parade march has passed. Uh, well, it's I, one I mean, day of the year. Well, and the village is there, not to mention the fact that, you know... Yeah, you, you also get out of the main subway terminal right there at young and bluer. And, and there's also an 80-story 80, 80 tower that they're actually on the, on the base the floor of. The walk-by traffic's yeah. going to be enormous. Uh, uh, 
True. And and uh, according to polls, the vast majority of those people who walk by care about human rights and care about LGBTQ there was human that, rights. Was an actual poll conducted? Well, there is a poll conducted, absolutely, about Canadian uh, uh, ideas about uh, same-sex marriage. And, oh, well, oh, I thought I, there were well, actually specific polls conducted by no, uh, you well, know, street no, traffic, is, I mean, this pedestrians. Is, this is, you know, come on, downtown Toronto. These mm. are the vast majority of views of, of most Canadians, never mind in downtown Toronto, next to the LGBTQ village. I mean, give me yeah, a break. I don't think this, this company is... This is provocative. Is, it's provocative. Well, and, do you and think they, that's the whole point and purpose, just to be provocative? Uh, mm. Well, who knows? Who I think knows? it's probably location, but um, I think they didn't do their good market research because had they done so, they would know that this is exactly what would happen if they opened well, there. I, I would yeah. imagine. I would imagine, John, that they probably knew, given the fact that they've had protesters all along, even in the U.S. But I would imagine that they would have probably suspected that, you know, in, in Canada, given the fact that we've got uh, issues here, laws that are a bit tougher than the U.S. on these issues. But who wouldn't want a restaurant at Young and Bluer? It is one of the most famed corners. Uh, and as you said, there's a tower there that they're they're sort of on the bottom of, which is 80 stories, and there's a tower going right next door to it, uh, the old stalleries, which is going to be another 80-story uh, tower. So that level of, of people and, and folks that are there that, that are walking distance of a restaurant, who wouldn't want a restaurant there? I mean, there are other jurisdictions in the States that have also... Um yeah, college campuses have kept them out. Uh, I understand mm-hmm. that, but uh, they continue to go on and grow almost exponentially. So, you know, the first foray into Canada, I'm sure they're not, uh, you know, really that obtuse. Well, they th- obviously did some market research and maybe have, uh, you know. Well, if they can afford to rent space at Young and Blur right off the top, that mm-hmm. tells you they're obviously doing well in terms of business models. Um, but, you know, this, there is precedent for this. You know, in the United States, for example, with the L.A. Clippers, remember the owner of the L.A. Clippers, who was clearly, you know, said all those racist things, he was basically forced to sell that team. Um, I think there was a, a right-wing radio personality in the United States uh, a number of years ago who wanted to buy the St. Louis Rams, or and, and uh, uh, he wasn't allowed to do it. The NFL wouldn't allow him to buy it. So, so there is precedent for this. But, again, at the end of the day, you know, I, th- I think it really comes down to choice. And I think that, you know, I think Sherry has a point in the sense that there's a lot of people will not go there specifically for this purpose. But, you know, the other side of that coin is if you have, you know, Jesus in the city parades and people who would go to that, they're going to go and buy there. But the question right. is, Michael, would you have a chicken sandwich from Chick-fil-A? I think I would. Uh, I don't know. You know, I don't know anything <laughs> about them. I don't, I, I, like, as I say, I until... I, I have no, would not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, I don't think I'm going to run into Sherry in there. But, <laughs> all right, but the There's cases so many use... great Canadian restaurants. Why don't we shop Canadian? Well, you know, uh, <laughs> Donald's, people who have been to the United States and have enjoyed their... Uh, their product uh, are happy to see it here. Mm-hmm. And to the other point you made, just quickly, I want to say uh, those are leagues that actually had these people sort of yeah. dismissed or they didn't allow them in. That's a little different than a city, you know, yeah. with a storefront. You know, you can buy uh, or rent property, and I don't know that anybody's going to deter you based on certain criteria, but anyway. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.